Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to everyone who's been coming here every day, listening, making the Word of God part of your day, um, making uh, this podcast part of your day, which uh, we think is pretty awesome. If it's your first time listening, um, because I know we have new listeners joining us every week. Um, Thanks for getting on here. We do these every weekday, 15 minutes of a short and powerful word from God um, on all kinds of things. Uh, This one is actually a bit more practical. Um, Today, I'm talking about marriage misconceptions, um, things that society has told us and a lot of times there are lies that society has told us um, about what marriage is supposed to look like. You know, I think um, especially a lot of us that grew up in this generation where a lot of parents uh, were divorced and um, a lot of, you know, uh, bad examples of marriage we've kind of seen. Uh, we've been given these um, kind of guidelines and, and rules for marriage that actually came from not the, you know, not the right place, uh, not what the Bible has to say about what marriage is supposed to look like. So um, in a disclaimer, I we, we have only been married for, we're just coming up on three years of marriage. So, but these are some things that we've learned just in the beginning. I mean, it was only in the first few months really that we realized a lot of the things that people had told us about marriage were not true. And so I just want to ease your mind. Some of you who you're, you're young, you're, you desire to be married, wherever you're at in life, maybe you're a young married couple. Um, but I want to ease your mind because a lot of the things that you've been told that I was told about marriage, they're absolute misconceptions. So the first one, is, um, and, and it may sound funny, but the first one is marriage is solely here to make me more happy and fulfilled. And the reason why this isn't true is because if two people go into marriage thinking we're here to be more happy and fulfilled. And that's the only reason why we came into this marriage. Um, and there's no godly purpose within it. Um, it, it, it's the, no one gets their needs met, their, their needs met because it's coming from a selfish place. So it will end up being a disaster. You know, people I think have this idea that marriage is about, um, what they see in the highlights of other people's lives, you know, like, Oh, when I get married, I can't wait to get married. I'm going to pick out this dress. I'm going to have this kind of wedding. I'm going to go on this kind of, um, vacation. You know, I'm going to, you know, like they're already seeing their Instagram feed ahead of time, you know, but, um, you know, marriage is actually not there just for you to have a great time in life. You know, a byproduct of a, of a, solid, healthy marriage is that, yes, you will be happy, you will be fulfilled, but the f- the fulfillment of your life is doing what God's called you to do. So a healthy, happy marriage is a marriage that pleases God, a marriage where two people are fulfilling the call of God on their life. So, um, you know, I think a lot of times people um, in the very beginning of their marriage, they feel this... Um, you know, if they haven't understood this yet, they'll feel this like empty void kind of thing because it's not what they thought it would be. Because the thing is, is that that person cannot um, do what what only God can do. Um, So you're not going to be more fulfilled in life just being married, Um, but you'll be fulfilled in life when you're married to the person that God has for you, because the two of you will be able to do more for the kingdom of God. That's why the Bible says that one can put a thousand to flight, two can put 10,000 to flight. So 
do marrying the person that God has for you will multiply you um, to be able to have greater impact on this earth. And, and really, at the end of the, and the end of the day, the end of your life, that is all that matters. It, all that matters is what you were able to do in this short time that we have on earth for, to impact eternity. So um, marriage is really not just here to make you happy and fulfilled, though it will, and, and it is an awesome gift from God, but it's there. Um, it's, you have to ha- see, the, see the purpose of it um, for what it is, because I think when, when you have the right idea about what you're going into, um, it'll really help you when choosing, when deciding, okay, is this person actually for me? Well, ask yourself this question, do, will, if I marry this person, will I fulfill the call of God in my life to the fullest potential and more? Will will I get will I get there? Or if mar- will marrying them actually take me maybe another route, and and I won't actually have as much impact in this life that God actually created me to do? So ask yourself that question beforehand. If you're still single, um, it's worth waiting for God to bring the person into your life that is going to um, propel you. That's going to take you up, not take you down or take you nowhere. So. That was number one, marriage is solely here to make me more happy and fulfilled. Number two, in marriage, I'm supposed to fight with my spouse. And I know a lot of people, and I mean, if we're being honest, yeah, okay, in most marriages, people have disagreements, people have um, arguments, but I, I mean... In ours, we we kind of had this idea going in, and, and I'm grateful because we had wisdom from the the pastors that we sat down with to do marriage counseling with. But um, you know, we had some wisdom going into marriage that it wasn't it actually wasn't necessary that we needed to fight about things, but that if we would both be yielded to the Holy Spirit, that anything that I have the wrong idea about, God would correct me on. And so rather than being quick to come in with a disagreement, I'm quick to come in and look at myself and say, okay, am I wrong here? Is there, is there something I need to, do I need to change something in myself here? Because a lot of the time that is the case, but you know, when there's a pridefulness and when there's a person that, um, you know, doesn't want to yield to God, there's going to be a lot more arguments. And so if both people are in pride and don't want to yield to God, there's going to be a lot of arguments and just in a natural way, you know, in men don't only really fight with a woman if their role is challenged, if they're in their role is to be the leader. So if you're kind of coming up against that as a wife, you're coming up and you're threatening that role, you're trying to dominate them. That is the backwards order of what godly marriage is supposed to be. And so that's why a lot of times fights will come. Fights will just, just be for no, absolutely no reason. And I'm not talking about when people have disagreements, like we're both saying the same thing, but we're talking, we're saying it differently. And so now we're in a disagreement. I think that's a completely different thing. I'm talking about when people let strife into their home and now you're just fighting just to fight where a man says one thing and then the wife, she can't agree because she doesn't want to. She just wants to be disagreeable or vice versa. He wants to be disagreeable. He'd rather have the fight because it, you know, for whatever reason, but really when your roles are recognized in marriage, when every, when everybody knows what their kind of what their place is and what they're supposed to be doing, um, it really it really will help. And when and when both people are yielded to the Holy Spirit, another reason why you have to pray, you have to let God lead you to the right spouse because the right spouse will take you up. The wrong spouse will take you either down or take you nowhere. So. Um, 
that is why, you know, if you if you are looking at a potential person thinking, is this my spouse or you're dating somebody, but it's always fighting, it's always disagreements, it's there's there's no um, humbling of the heart, there's no like real true repentance. It's just I'm sorry, you know, you know, just to get to get to the next thing that you're doing. Um, but it's not like a true um, I've looked inward and I see that I'm wrong <clears throat> and, and the Lord's, you know, dealing with me on this. I'm sorry, you know, that when when there's no humbling, um, that would be a very difficult person to be in a marriage with. And so um, I, I, pr- I thank God because that is that is something that he in, in our marriage we've not dealt with because, um, you know, and that's the thing. My husband prayed when he was probably 20, I don't know, 22, 23. He said, God, don't let me get married until I'm ready because I don't want to do something stupid and and mess it up. And he said, you know, God took him up on that. And he was 30 when we got married. And, um, you know, God will take you up on that kind of prayer. And that's actually, as a young man, that's such a wise thing to do. I think a lot of people, going back to the first point, they have this idea that marriage is going to make me so happy and so fulfilled. I just want to be married. I'm going to get married. Like, right now, like whoever, whoever will marry me, I'm going to marry them, you know, and and not just women have this idea. Sometimes young, you know, young guys have this idea too. And I just want to tell you, like, if that's your mentality, you will throw your life away. You will throw it away because you won't, you won't let the Holy Spirit guide you. And if, if people around you have told you that you trust and that they are, they are godly people. And they've said to you, Hey, I don't think this relationship is a good idea. Maybe it's just that it's not right for for this time right now, or maybe it's just that it's not even right ever. But take that wisdom as if God is speaking to you. Take that wisdom because, you know, I, I can't imagine anything worse. Personally, I can't imagine anything worse for someone's life than to have to go through a failed uh, marriage. You know, my I, I understand what it looks like. I've had friends that have been through those things. Um, you know, I came from a family that that was the case, and and um, you know, it, it's not a great situation to go through. It is not pretty, no matter what way you look at it. And so, you know, seeking God now and making it something that you pray about every single day, not just something that you pray about, um, you know, if you see someone and you're like, God, is that my husband? God, is that my wife? You know, not making it that, that like weird prayer request when you see someone that you think is attractive, but making it actually something that you're seeking God on. Like, God, I'm not, um, you know, I, 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 I want the right spouse. I want to fulfill everything that you have for me. I want to do, you know, that assignment that you that you've had for me, even before you formed me in my mother's womb, I want to do that thing um, that you've called me to do. And so equip me with what I need. And what you need is the right spouse. So God will take you up on that. God's not trying to withhold something from you. God's not trying to keep you single to to make your life miserable. God actually wants you to fulfill his call on your life even more than you want to fulfill it. And um, I think sometimes relationships can become just the biggest distraction or the biggest reason why people get taken out of what God has for them is the wrong relationships because it'll take you down a road that you don't want to go down. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's not that you've failed 
in your life if you're still waiting for the person that God has for you. Um, that is not a fail. That's actually a that's actually a very good thing. It means you haven't you know you haven't married the wrong person. So you can praise God for that. You know, or God's probably delivered you out of some situations that would have turned out really bad for you. Um, and so just just be grateful, be thankful that God has protected you. That's a prayer that you should pray. God protect me, keep me for the right one, but protect me from the wrong ones because I'm 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 really not trying to <laughs> to take myself on. On this on this crazy rabbit trail away from what God has for me. I want to fulfill everything that God has for me. Um, but it's also getting your desires to line up with God's desires too, because if there is impurity in your heart, if there is something that has not been dealt with, if there is lust, if there's impurity, if there's hidden sin, you're not going to be able to pray those kind of prayers. And you will end up in wrong relationships and you'll find it happens over and over and over again. And you'll find that you keep you keep getting in these bad, um, dead end relationships, but it's because something has to be dealt with in your heart. And so, you know, look inside of yourself today and say, God, is there anything in me? David said, is there any way in me that offends you? Ask God. That that is such a great prayer because you know, literally, you know, you we we have to be pure vessels for God to use us. It's not like He's gonna just use you a little bit less when you when you're a tainted vessel. Like you you can you have to be a pure vessel in order to be used by God. So your life has to line up with that. So if there's hidden sin, if there's lust, if there's things that you know about, you think nobody else knows about this, but it is something that's going on. Um, Take care of that now. Take care of that now. Make yourself the person that God can entrust you with, the spouse that he has for you because you will be in you will be in a holding pattern. You will be you will be waiting a very long time and not just waiting for God to bring you the right one, but you'll be going in circles and circles and circles. So, um, I just want to encourage you today. You can you can get that right and you can set yourself on the right path so that God can give you the right spouse and you know, especially to I want to speak to young men because young men, if you expect a, a, a woman to come under your authority or come, come under, you know, you as their covering, well, what do you, what are you, know, is there something that you have to offer them as far as like, wh- where are you headed in life? Do you have a relationship with God? Do you, is, is, is someone coming under your authority a really bad idea for them? You know, if you're going to, if you're going to look at your life in a very honest and in, 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 in way, you know, if, if you were to go to your pastor and say, do you think that I'm ready? Um, do you think that, that, you know, I'm in the place where I could be married? Am I mature enough? You know, do you see, or do you see places where my life really things need to change or I need to grow that, that is really going to set you up for success. So go to someone that you trust, go to a pastor, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're that person, you're like, I just don't know if I am ready or if I'm even a, a good candidate as a spouse for someone. And if you're not sure, go, go and ask uh, somebody that you can trust a leader that's going to tell you the truth. Um, and, and I, I guarantee you that there's always something that, you know, we can, we can work on and we can get better at really at this season in your life. If you are single, um, it's about you making yourself the person um, that that uh, it's about you not just waiting, but it's about you doing what God has for you right now, and um, and making yourself ready in that way that when that person comes alongside of you, um, it's it, you're gonna just keep running together, and 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 that is exactly what a godly marriage looks like, and that's why the misconceptions 
that people say about, um, you know, having to fight with your spouse, that, you know, marriage is supposed to be hard, that you're supposed to fight, that the first year is supposed to be horrible and terrible, and that you're you're not going to know what's going on. You're not going to know which way is up. Um, That is, that is, that is not going to be the case when you've, when you've made yourself a person that's yielded to the Holy Spirit. That is the ultimate way that you're going to have peace in your life in general, but then also peace in your marriage and in 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 what God has for you. So thank you guys so much for listening. That's what I have for you today on marriage misconceptions. We'll probably do a, a part two on this. Um, I think my husband would have some some things to say about this, but uh, we we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.